So we've been talking a lot about tax engagements. Do you know why? We're sending them out for 2022. That's right. We're already in November. Can you believe it? Here at Growth Lab, tax planning season started like a month and a half ago. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of Faz Evolution, the raw take, your 15-minute insight into our journey. We're sharing this with you, the bookkeeper, the fractional CFO, and the accountants. Hey, Steve. So, how's it going, Dan? Last week. Yes. What was last week? Where was I last week? Ask you, me. you were at the Ignition Customer Council. I was. Last week. That was, I actually had a good time. I hadn't been to Chicago in 20 years. I used to go to Chicago quite a bit. And um, man, it's a whole other city. So I had, a, I had a blast. Guess who I met there? Uh, well, I know you met the CEO. Yes, Guy. He was great. I actually got to meet a lot of people. Um, you know, we signed up with Ignition, Practice Ignition, back in the day. Three, four years ago, five oh, years ago? Oh, it was ago? probably five, yeah. Not the, not the first time they approached us, though. No. We've been talking to them since 2015. And we're like, oh, your product really doesn't fit in our business model. And there's a lot of truth to we, that. We, back we, then. we do great with the uh, word documents and, and DocuSign. And... We used to love DocuSign. <laughs> Come on. No longer. No longer. Are you kidding me? That's just such a pain in the ass, right? Ignition has made our customer success function so much easier and has been able to help us align, connect uh, sales, marketing, RevOps to customer success and obviously recurring services. Yeah, over the past three years, I think um, I've said so many times, like Practice Ignition was one of the one of the vendors that always killed it, always knocked it out of the park. You know, and I think part of it was, you know, it's great products, good product development, good product design, um, and they stay focused, right? They stay focused on what they're making happen at accounting firms. Now they've gone from practice ignition to ignition, so not just focus on accounting firms, which I think is great. I think it's great. We've, we've actually recommended it for uh, other professional service companies that are our customers that are outside of the accounting world. Um, but no, great product. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was, it was nice to meet familiar faces again, right? Um, kind of same people, a little bit of the same people, some new folks. Um, I had a great time. I learned a lot. And um, I'm excited to see where they're taking the, uh, the business, the company. Although today's episode isn't really about Ignition, but ironically, it's about engagement agreements, specifically on tax and our tax strategy, our tax pricing strategy for one purpose, flatten the curve in 2023. So let's talk about let's what talk we about mean by flatten the curve. Right? Well, you and Heather Satterley, uh, about eight months ago or six months ago, sometime this year, I can't even remember the year back, anymore. Back at Accounting Web, for all of those of you who were there with us. Accounting Web, right? It was fun out in San Diego. The, the two of you did a presentation on flattening the curve. So what is flattening the curve? What the hell are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, we all know flattening the curve from uh, back in the, the COVID day of uh, flattening the curve. But uh, what we're talking about here is really flattening the curve of the work on taxes, right? Because we all know that uh, historically tax... 80 hours Customers a week, four months, tax, yeah. and like everybody's... It's like, don't talk to me, it's tax season. And I, I can't tell you how many CPAs I've talked to that say, you know, with a very proud face, I make 80% of my revenue in, in three months, and the rest of the time I'm sitting on the beach. And that's fantastic. I'm glad for you. That's not our business, right? Um, we don't. We are not a CPA shop. We are a 
finance as a service shop. And but we fortunately, we don't have a lot of customers like you and I that wait until the last minute to file our taxes. Where are those cryptocurrency statements? Where are those, <laughs> this? Where is that? I'm like, I don't know where the hell any of this stuff is. But we are the worst customers, right? We, we want our tax analysts and our tax team members to not have to work 80 hours a week during tax season. We want tax season to be a kind of a rolling rolling thing because there are plenty of customers out there that go, need to go on extension. There are right. plenty of tax customers that need support on a quarterly basis. There's plenty of work to be done across the year. So we've got three sort of pillars, three drivers to flatten the curve. One, you got to be an accounting customer. You got to be an accounting customer because you need to have the finger on the pulse of those books month in, month out, and be able to have your tax team jump in, be aligned with the bookkeeping, so you're not getting a pile of shit on April 1st to try to get done. So you know, we, that's pillar number one. You know, we got to be an accounting customer. We got the benefit of that, right? Because we are not just a, a, a tax shop, right? For many of you, you're, that, that is what you live and breathe all day long. And, and you know, your challenge is to build that, those other practices within your business so you can kind of uh, flatten the uh, other side of the, the, the curve, the, the client accounting services type, type thing. But no, for us, it's one, you have to be an accounting customer in order to be a tax customer. Two, what's number two? Number two is pricing strategy, the carrot and the stick. So Go what, what happens if you want to be on the top floor of a hotel? Do you pay more or less? I try to use rewards or my good lucks. But it, is it premium to be higher or is it premium to be lower? It depends on the building, I think. If I, think the building, if I need to escape from the building, <laughs> I like to be on the first floor, preferably in a handicapped room, so I have more room. But yeah, no, you're right. Like all kidding aside, like the top floor usually costs the most per square foot. I mean, typically, taxi customers, what, what is premium season for tax, your, your tax team? What is their premium time? Their premium time is like Q1, February, March, and April. Got to get it done. Got to get it Got to get it done. That's when everybody's like, you know, back to the wall, working 80 hours a week, right? Why do we not charge a premium for the premium time? We do. We do. We do. Which is part of this episode because we are going to get back to the pillars, but because this episode is actually on 111122. That is, for those of you who don't understand code, that is November 11th, 2022. It's Friday. And today, we actually got back our first two engagement agreements. I think we just sent out about 150, 160 last count, which doesn't include new customers, right? These were just existing customers. And we just received back two. And guess what one of them signed up for? Da, 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 da. The, the premium The service. premium. They wanted the stuff done by, I think it was March 15th. But the beauty of this, going back to Ignition, is we gave them the option, right? Do you, is it a priority for you to file on time? I'm not forcing you to file on time. You're not forcing yourself to file on time. If you want to file on extension, I'm happy to put that extension in for you, and we can spread that work over the course of the year. But if it's important to you to file on time, then you're going to sign up. You choose. choose option A or option B. So this customer decided option A, the premium. Allowing the customer to, to define, right, to define what they're what they're willing to pay for. First, they have to understand what, what are their needs and then what they're willing to pay for. You know, 
there was a lot of talk here at the company. Um, the first, the first sort of pillar is pretty straightforward. If you're an accounting customer, we should have your books, your accounting pretty much up to date, all the accounts reconciled, payroll, et cetera, outside of some anomaly, right? Um, especially in the last two years, there's always a lot of things up. But you're, you're an accounting customer, things should be up to date. Um, in terms of like giving the customer the choice, we actually had a lot of internal like arguments about this. How do you present it? What behavior are you actually trying to drive at? You know, because there are situations where we felt certain customers, if they went on extension, we knew that they were going to wait until October 1st, September 1st. So we were also trying to deter that behavior. So in some instances, we actually wanted certain customers to file on time because one, they were an accounting customer. We had our finger on the pulse of the books and it was just, it's, it's, it's who they are. It's their, it's their personality, right? The taxes are like mm -hmm. in the back of the bus kind of thing. And that can't happen. Yeah. Cause there's nothing that stresses the uh, tax team out more than, uh, and it stresses, I'll say uh, the management team out when we're looking at, uh, a bunch of tax returns on October 12th and the status from the team is like it's you know we're waiting on the customer we're waiting on the customer the customers expectations are that they're going to file on time but if you're if we're talking about this on October 10th October 12th then I'm not going to guarantee that I can file on time if you don't have all your information right so the other thing about that is you know we put into the engagement agreement this year you know hard deadlines for us and for and for them and if 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 they don't meet their you know their commitments to get us all their information on time and on time is not October 10th or, or April 12th. It is, you know, a, a certain due date before that, that we're saying, hey, we need this in order to file your taxes on time. So we talk about one, are you an accounting customer? Yes or no. Two, the pricing structure in terms of when we expect to file, the premium versus the extension, Sometimes it's the flip the up, uh, flipped upside down because we're really focused on the behavior of that customer. Mm -hmm. Understanding, is this a good fit? Now, it's a, not talking about good fit from a personality perspective. A good fit in terms of, and we put this sort of on an X and Y matrix. Uh, think, look at it as maybe like a four quadrants where the uh, X axis is the type of entity we're speaking. So is it a 1040 or a DBA? I'm sorry. Is it a C Corp? Is it an S Corp? Is it a partnership LLC? And then what is the underlying complexity? That would be on the Y axis. Now, it's not like we are over trivializing this, but as we're processing the pricing at each stage, right? So pillar number two is that pricing uh, premium versus extension, if you will. But so therefore every customer needs to have two prices and therefore, you need to actually think, you need to be thoughtful about why, because you can't overprice, <clears throat> right? The market's only going to bear what it can bear. Otherwise, you potentially lose a global relationship. You lose FP&A, you lose accounting, and then you lost tax. So you can't really price yourself out. But understanding the type of entity versus the complexity. Why? Because that drives capacity planning. That drives what we put in carbon. That drives 
who, which employee, which team member is working on which account. You know, you, it's really difficult to have somebody with like six months of experience in tax, regardless of their accounting experience, to be working on some complicated partnership with 50K1s. It just ain't going to happen. And frankly, in this company, that's not our focus, right? We don't go out, one, if you're... If you are a, t a partnership and we don't do your accounting, then nine out of 10 times, we ain't touching your taxes, right? Because it's going to be a shit show anyways. We don't know what we're really getting ourselves into. Now, if you are, if you are a real estate company and we're doing your accounting and let's say you have a partnership, three K-1s, then just, you can't just put a tax, a junior tax analyst. You're going to have to have a tax manager and then... Uh, somebody uh, more senior to actually do the reviews. That's going to drive pricing also, but more importantly, it's going to drive capacity planning and scheduling. Because one of the things we were doing this year, in order to flatten the curve, you need to take your head out of the expediting sandbox, right? You can't just be like, oh, uh, I reached out to that customer 10 times and it is like the 10th of April and now the customer finally gave us their stuff. Like, It's like, time out. I don't give a shit what queue you were in. You could have been in the premium queue, but like Steve just said, even in the premium queue, there's a drop dead date. If the stuff's not ready, if you haven't signed, if you haven't reviewed, if you've got additional questions and it's in the 11th hour, that's not our focus. Our focus has to be providing a good balance, life work balance for our team. And there's no reason why our accounting team can enjoy that, our FP&A team can enjoy that. We enjoy that. There's no reason why we can't have a tax team that can't enjoy 364 five days a year a good life work balance, even in the midst of tax season. So three pillars, the three keys to success in flattening the curve. That's the theme going into Q1 for a tax team. And this all started probably back in May and June when we started talking about it and putting that deck together for Accounting Web with Heather, focusing on how to optimize the planning, capacity planning and production for the tax team, especially during those key seasonal periods in the year. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard that theme come up about capacity. Like maybe they're not talking about flattening the curve on the tax side, but capacity, capacity, capacity. I mean, not, not surprising in the terms you of can't the, find the, the labor market right now, right? It's hard to find people, but that, that that conversation in many ways keeps coming up, whether it's talking carbon, talking about how are they helping firms manage capacity using their platform, whether it's about firms talking about hiring, can't find people, or, you know, really, I, I'm not planning on that person actually being an employee with a capital E until they've been here for three months, right? Like, it's, it's, it's challenging. So we're going to talk more about this, but what got me excited today on 111122, was we just got our first two engagement agreements. And the first one that came in, it is a more complicated customer. It's in the crypto world. Uh, they just spun out of a, an accelerator or actually a fund, one. Two, uh, we do do their accounting. So we do have our finger on the pulse of LinkedIn books, but it's a complicated return. And they were yet, they were willing to pay the premium and I feel good about this one, right? Totally. This is perfect. Like we can begin to carve out the the hours, the days, the the, the team is going to be scheduled to work on that. Um, this has been a process. 
It's been painful at times. These are crucial conversations because we're really changing years, if not decades of behavior on how, you know, this is how we used to do things. Well, great. Uh, this is a, uh, the labor market is really like crappy right now. It's pretty tight saying we don't want to lose any more people. We want to keep people happy. So you got to flatten the curve. Yeah. And this was our way to flatten the curve. Here's our experiment for 2023. We'll keep you updated. We're going to keep you updated. What, what percentage choose which one? That'll be yeah. No, and one of the metric. things I want to do, and I, I kind of put this on Twitter the other day, uh, one of those replies was I want to actually share the uh, ignition template that we used um, because there, it was very thoughtful, right? Uh, the video that you and I did together, the uh, copyright for that email, right? Because it can turn, it can be quite confusing. Like, what do you mean I get choices? And then, oh, by the way, tax strategy. And oh, by the way, this, right? So it had to be very thoughtful. And so I'm excited today, closing out the week with our first two engagement agreements for tax. I know many of you are probably like, oh, I already got all mine in. Well, we don't. We have about 200 that's, that will end up going out by the end of the year. But this has been, uh, it's been a cool ride and I'm excited. Here we go. Here we go. And I'll talk to you next episode.